Welcome to Disconnect to Reconnect with Callie D. And Ray. And today we're going to talk about conflict in a marriage and what that looks like and all those other great things. Before we jump all the way into that, he passed the mic to the Ray and then I pass back. We're going to allow Callie D to introduce himself, why he should get time to interview his wife and discuss things in his marriage like what makes him qualified to do such things oh, so now I gotta do my credentials alright well um, I'm a counselor I've been doing counseling for 10 plus years whether it was in the group homes in education um, outside counseling whether it's marriage grief counseling um, all of it, um, I've been taking care of that. Um, I don't, I, I do songs, um, part of a group, Fast Lane 209. Shout out to y'all. Um, I bake, we do a baking good company. Um, probably have hands down, probably the best red velvet in the business. And I could be just hands biased. Down? Hands down. I'm saying maybe on this side. On this side? On this side of the Mississippi? <laughs> <laughs> on this side of the Mississippi. The state of Mississippi. Um, I ain't trying to get into no begging wars with nobody, Grandma. <laughs> baby? <laughs> or right. auntie. If y'all think y'all got the best cake gone, bring it on over here so we can test it out and let y'all know. Right. We always down to do samples, but y'all going to have to hold off, though. We got this coronavirus going on. We don't do samples right Wash now. Wash your hands, people. Wash, Wash everything. Everything. Um, so yeah, so that's me. So, um, so then we're going to get into this conflict. So what, what, what does conflict look like? Like, what is that in a marriage? Are you asking me to answer first? Yeah. I'm always, you know, ladies go first. Come on now. I'm a gentleman. Sheesh. Well, initially. That's enough. No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> so. Initially, um, conflict to me is anytime I am not willing to back down from what I want or pushing my agenda. I would second that. Um, for me, conflict happens <laughs> in many different ways. One, if there's something that, if there's a certain agenda that I want to push that I want to make sure it goes, I feel like, I feel like we're a Congress or something. <laughs> our, our agenda uh, we is. We have agendas. Um, we yeah, have everyone has. Want to accomplish. That's true, and everyone has that. Um, and so, what it is, it's it's trying to get somebody to understand or to agree with your view, um, because that's how you see it. That's that agree. That's a big word. Yeah, um, and so. You know, it, it comes in different ways. Um, sometimes my conflict comes with the fact that I haven't had sleep. And it's just going to be conflict just because I'm operating out of a um, survivor mode. Um, you know, your body has those when it doesn't get its proper rest. Um, it goes into survivor mode. So now that everything is a hundred right everything is on a hundred um and, and you know sometimes that starts conflicts or um not getting enough intimacy 
can start conflict, right? Um, and so there's 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 different things. And so um, I, I know that sometimes probably when people hear conflict, you just think of just straight arguing, and and it isn't isn't it isn't that, um, but that is one thing of of conflict also. Um, so I, I want want to kind of be clear of like you know what is conflict? Because sometimes you know I want to make sure people understand what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Another thing is, well, how do you deal with conflict when it comes? Like, what are some of the tools that you use as a woman um, in the marriage that when conflict comes your way to deal with it? Well, there are different stages to how I deal with conflict. Um, And it has most certainly changed over the course of our marriage. Initially, I dealt with conflict um, head on, (laughs) like a bull seeing red, (laughs) like Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball. I was ready. I was about that life. And if you wanted these problems, you could go on and get them. You don't want these problems. Let's do it. Mm. Um, mm -mm, I don't care. Uh, and then we got married in our twenties. Um, I was 22. And then when we moved into our later twenties, I got a little bit wiser and I was a little less hot headed cause we had a child by this time. And so I didn't want our baby to see us arguing all the time. So I got a little more passive aggressive and I started holding grudges and keeping tallies And then as we matured even more, now we have three kids. I'm in my mid to late 30s. Um, I know that sounds young, but I really got an old heart, I promise you. Um, (laughs) Old heart, old old soul. soul. It's just old. You don't want to have an old heart. Whatever. Um, Now I deal with conflict in a more neutral standpoint. Like I understand that I am not fighting against him, that we are fighting together for what is best for us as a whole, that um, it is we over me, and that I also absolutely have way more emotional intelligence to where I can know that I'm angry or I'm hungry or I'm anxious or I'm scared or I'm frustrated. You know, you have to be able to identify all those emotions and then have a conversation with yourself and then have a conversation with your spouse. So I feel like I've had to be creative because initially you would deal with conflict by leaving. And so that was super frustrating. So I'm going to pass it over and let you answer the same question. How do you deal with conflict in respect to our marriage and the different ways over the time you have dealt with conflict? Yeah, I mean, in my early, I think, I wouldn't even say early years of just marriage. I think for me, it was something that um, I saw growing up um, when people got upset, um, they just left. Um, whether it was that, that way, their their way of cooling off or, you know, their way of getting out of the, that, that environment at the time so they can clear their head. Um, that's just something I saw. Um, but it was never explained to me of like, you know, this is why I leave. I just, I just saw it. And so you, you, you know, you grow up and you mirror things that you see in your environment. And so for me, um, anytime, any type of conflict, um, happen or any time that, um, 
it was hard for me to express how I felt. It the easiest way for me was was to leave. And um, in my early, you know, when we got married, you know, I did that a lot because it was a way for me to get out and and be able to collect my thoughts. Because I was, I've I've never been the person to have my my for some reason, and and it has to do with with your mind, right? When you get upset, the the logical um, part of your brain shuts off. So that's why, you know, so for me, when I get in conflict, I get upset. It is hard for me to think logically and how to verbalize myself. So I used to just leave um, and be gone. And I'm not talking about leave and be gone for a whole week or nothing like that, but I'll be gone for, yeah, a couple hours um, and then be able to come back and somewhat be able to talk it um i just want to interject very quickly and this just goes interject you could have just talked it just goes to how you your upbringing because i can say and when i was younger i saw like my dad would always um say you know you deal with it you never leave you deal with it you never leave and so for me it was highly insulting for him to leave when I'm trying to communicate with him and tell him how I feel. And so I think that on top of us already having a conflict would like make stuff even worse tenfold. Cause now we already had this little conflict and now I feel disrespected in our conflict. So it's just like the (laughs) the escalation would be quick because I feel disrespected. So now I got to disrespect you. And then it's just like, boom! <laughs> just who stepped in the room? Um, and so that's just how how I was in the beginning, and it was no means of dis- disrespecting her. Um, but you can see how she different upbringings, um, and then you know I think that's why also there's conflict in marriage because there, there's. Two people who has different upbringings and how they deal with things and how they cope with things. And now you're you're together as one in one house. And now it's like, well, I don't deal with it that way. And how dare you deal with it? And so you have those those um, conflicts that are already there just because you're just two different people trying to make one thing work. Um, so as I as I got older, um, I realized of. How much that upset her, but then I also realized how much that was something that um, I, it was a learned behavior, and I didn't want it. And so I decided, you know, I'm I'm not going to leave. I'm going to stay there, and I'm going to work through the part of just because there's conflict, I don't need to be on a hundred to get my point across. Because um, one thing I started to notice that in the midst of arguing and having different point of views, the tone starts to escalate. Oh my goodness. And then once oh. that starts to escalate and there's going to be another thing y'all can see. <laughs> even, even, even married I man can just, the tone. I can't even married man just heard the way you said, Oh, in tone, they just knew like, Oh brother, brother, I brother. Not with the tone, but you know, you started to match tones. Um, and then, now you're just yelling and nothing is really getting solved. 
Um, and so you don't even know what you're saying. You just screaming right. dumb shit because you mad. <laughs> and because that's one of those things. You ain't gonna yell at me, right? Oh, you ain't gonna yell at me. You can't speak louder than me. How dare you? And so, but it's it's that part of the logical part of the brain that gets shut off when when you get upset, and so you you start to just just talk, and none of it makes sense. It's just a bunch of gibberish, um, and so. I had to learn to work on my tone. Um, and it's a work in progress. Um, I can clearly say right now that I still don't have it down. Um, but my tone is way better now than it was when I was younger. Absolutely. Um, and that's because you got to retrain yourself. You have to um, retrain your mind. You got to retrain the way that you respond to things. And then you got to start to really understand, well, why does what she say hurt me? Or why, when she does that, it, it makes me feel a certain way. And you have to, you have to really dig deep inside yourself. Um, because like she said, it, it you, you're not really going against the other person. It's really dealing with the things that you're dealing with yourself. And to touch on that a little bit, um, for the longest time, you know, uh, full transparency. I love my husband, but for the longest time, like I was married to the angry black man and I didn't understand, like no matter what we were talking about, like the only emotion that he would be able to express was anger. Mm -hmm. It was so frustrating. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, well, we're, we're just like having a disagreement on like, it'd be something super minute. And like, he would just like go straight to angry. And I'd be like, why are you always angry? And then, so I can't remember who I heard, but when I remember, I'll give them credit. I heard someone say, hurt is really, anger is really hurt. And then, so one day we were arguing about something and I said, did my words hurt you? And like, he kind of looked at me like, how dare you insinuate that you hurt me? You made me <laughs> angry. I wasn't hurt. Right. And I'm like, just like, just talk to me. Like, I just, I really want to understand so that, you know, we don't have to keep having these fights and I don't want to, you know. And so that was like really eye opening for both of us, for him, number one, to be able to recognize that like there's pain somewhere in something that I said. And then for me to be able to change the way that I was talking, because I do know that my words, if I'm angry, I can use them as swords and intentionally hurt say something super hurtful on purpose because i'm pissed off and it was hard it was hard for me to to admit that something hurt me um and you know that goes back to growing up in an environment um growing up where i grew up in inglewood california um you didn't show people you didn't let people know that they hurt you um because it was a thing um well if they know that they hurt me. Well, now they, they know how they can get to me. They know how they can, um, um, hurt me. Um, and it's a vulnerability. Um, when you let someone really know like, Hey, what you said hurt me, it's you being vulnerable to that person. And growing up where I grew up, like being vulnerable was, was a sign of weakness. And so growing up in that, um, and no one really sitting you down and saying, Hey, like it's okay. Um, it's okay to cry. It's okay to, you know, tell someone how you really feel. Cause growing up, I've only seen my, I've only really seen my dad cry once. And that was at, um, his mom and my grandmother's funeral. That's it. Um, and I know there's probably been plenty of times that my dad has cried, but I just never 
saw it. And so um, those conversations was never had. And I try to make sure I do a better job with, with my with my boys of saying it's OK to be sad. It's OK to, to tell someone that they hurt you. It's OK to be angry. It's OK to be um, upset. It's OK to let people know what they do to you. Um, and that's OK, um, because I don't want them to to grow up feeling that the only um, feelings that they can show is anger. Um, I want them to be able to show that, you know, well, what you said hurt me and be able to um, verbalize that. Um, and I think that's a huge thing. Of, that's why communication is so important in the marriage. It is because of being able to communicate to your spouse of saying, hey, what you said last night, it hurt me. And this is why it hurt me. Um, I think once I started to be able to open up and be like, what you said was what made me feel a certain way. It kind of um, it kind of changed the 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for dynamic, dynamic of things um, because now it's like you know it's it's both of us now taking ownership of you know way I responded wasn't right and for her to be like well I did I what I said I wasn't trying to hurt you. I was trying to convey this. And so then then now we get back into the communicating um, between each other. And now we're starting to the conflict now is starting to actually get resolved. I think sometimes in marriages, the conflict never gets resolved. Right. And yeah. it's it just it's just there. And so now it's something else on top of that. And now it's something on top of that. And then life is happening. Right. Because it's not like you're just in this bubble and during the coronavirus you're in real life situations and life is going on work is going on kids is going on and so all of that gets piled on and nothing is really getting resolved i think it um the best uh illustration i could use is it's kind of like um him being able to recognize that my words or whatever situation we were in that caused conflict was really him being hurt and not angry what happened was it softened our marriage and the best analogy that I could use is it's kind of like you have a garden and you know if you let that garden dry up that top layer of dirt you know gets super duper hard and in order for you to get water down to the roots of the plants or the grass or whatever you're trying to get to grow or if you want to replant something you know you got to dig through all that hard unwatered soil to get to the bottom and the hardness is i.e. not a lack of emotional intelligence a lack of being able to say what you said hurt me this is how it made me feel um for you to be able to verbalize the root of the issue and once you're able to verbalize the root of the issue, then you can either plant something new there, like you know that your anger really stems from hurt. Okay, now that we've got to the hurt, let's take the hurt out and implant something else there. Let's implant knowing that understanding or compassion, knowing that what I'm saying to you is constructive and it is probably something that you need to work on and change. And this is not just for him, it's for me as well, because mm -hmm. he's had to come to me and say uh, X, Y, and Z about you is not cool. And I have an opportunity to either say, you know what, 
I can make some ties to that back to me. I know that that is a true point and that's something I need to change on or for me to lash out in anger because I don't want to be the one to change. So you got to dig through that murky, hard, dry soil in order to get to the root of the real problem. And in order to get through your soil, you need to utilize emotional intelligence as well as honesty and acceptance and communication. All those things water that soil and softens it in order for you to be able to get to the root of the problem. But if you can't be honest like that with your partner, then it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And and, and so then you have to find ways and you have to look that person, you have to look at that person in the mirror um, and change that person. Because one thing you, 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 you we, we've realized in our marriage is I can't change her, right? I can't want her to, to, to be this and do these things. All I could do is change myself, change myself to be a, a, a better husband, a, a better dad, a better person, a better friend. Those are the things I can change. And, and I noticed that when I change those things and when she changes things for herself, it changes our, our marriage. Uh, it betters our marriage. Why? Right? Because now we're, we're putting the best that I have. I'm putting that in a marriage and the best that she has, she's putting that in marriage. And sometimes um, we hear people saying, you know, well, he needs to just change. Um, and they're looking for that person to change and they want that person to change, but they don't realize that sometimes some of the things is they need to change themselves. Or they have the laundry list. Like oh, our the, marriage would be better if da, he da, da, or da, da, she da. would just blump, 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 right. blump, and what, blump, blump, blump. And what that does is that puts it all on someone else. It's someone else's fault There's no why it isn't. There's no self-accountability whatsoever. It's like, yes, your spouse probably has five or six things that they could change that would make them a better spouse to suit you. But also at the same time, you respond to those five or six things that make them mm-hmm. um, undesirable. So that means you got about five to seven things that make you undesirable. Because yes. y'all in this toxic thing together. Like you can't be toxic. By yourself. Like right. if one person is toxic and you're not, somebody's going to walk away because it's just not going to be able, it's not going to work. Right. So in conflict, you have to be willing to accept your own dirt or Andre 3000. Your roses really smell like boo, 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 boo. Mm-hmm. And that's so true um, because in conflict, you, you also got to, you got to be fair. You got to You got to fight fair. Um, and, and I don't like to say fight, but um, we just, you know, you have to do those things better. Um, and the first thing I would say is get rid of that laundry list that get that away. Don't don't have a list. Right. Get that. Get that. Um, get that out the way. Um, but we're going to touch on that on the on the next one, though. We want to make sure that we we leave y'all with stuff that y'all can really just um here soak up be able to play back again um but we appreciate thank y'all for listening to disconnect to reconnect any final words you want to leave for the people um on this particular uh, my final thing i would i would say is you you can't change your spouse all you can do is change yourself and so the things that you know that you need to get better at you need to work on those things and, and become a better husband, a better wife, a better 
um, father or mother, those are the things that you can work on because you can't control anyone else, but you can control your actions and the things that you say and the things that better you. Those are things you got control. What would you like to leave them with? Um, my final words would be um, everybody needs to ensure and work on actively um, having emotional intelligence. And what I mean by that is being able to identify those emotions like what is the root cause of why you feel the way you feel? Are you hurt? Are you angry? Are you feeling disrespected? What is the root of how you feel? And then also after that, you also need to be able to communicate that. And also in communication, make sure that what you're saying is what you're the message you're actually trying to convey. Because a lot of times when we speak, we speak from those emotions and we don't speak from what we're trying to communicate and what we're trying to get our spouse to understand. And so it's okay to take a, to take a minute, take a breath, mm-hmm. figure out what am I feeling? Why do I feel like this? Is it him or is it me? Is it them or is it me? And how do I let them know how I'm feeling, why I'm feeling this way, and how we can both move forward to actively change it and if it's me that needs to change, how they can support me and me changing. All right. Well, once again, thank y'all for listening to Disconnect to Reconnect with Callie D. And Ray. Y'all take care. <laughs>